makes it less. Anyway, I'll stop doing that directly into my mic. (laughs) Hello and welcome, listeners, to Please Don't Listen to This. Your Life Depends on It. No weird name this week. No funny voices. No bat sounds. We are back to normal. Fun over. Gun Gun just beginning. This is a we week are of our and beginning of our gun themed month where we talk about guns. <laughs> oh, no, actually, our, is November just a it's randomly the themed month? It's, it's, it's the it's the gun. Oh, it is. <laughs> it's the gun of it's November. The gun of November. First episode of Watch Month where we talk about the first episode the of Watch Month. That's right. That's guns. absolutely first yeah. episode of Watch Month. Uh, the the main colors. Uh, that are the themed in this game. The like yellows are also the same themes that you get in Watchmen. That's the biggest leap of logic I can make. There are guns in Watchmen, uh, aren't there? There are guns in Watchmen, but they're just regular ones. People get shot and killed with regular guns in Watchmen. Osmandias does there, that. It would be a great. There's a giant squid transportation. <laughs> That's not much of a gun. gun. It would be great if you had a gun that was just like Dr. Manhattan's hand and just evaporated what people. What if instead <laughs> of transporting the squid directly into Times Square, he like shot it out of a tube from Antarctica? <laughs> That's the plot of Metal Gear Solid 1, Seb. That is the plot of Metal Gear Solid 1. I did a run about 35 minutes ago. Okay. All right. Well, I have dredged up some of the most some of the strangest artifacts from the gungeon to put on display here with me today we loaded them we and have about to fire them off absolutely okay. we have the jk47 cam <laughs> just <laughs> kidding 47 times in a row that's me i can't wait to talk about this game i love it so dearly i know you really lucked out that somebody else picked one of your topics yeah, thank God. how did you uh how did you land that oh, what, what kind of deal bucks. did you strike there <laughs> uh we have the BSG, Alex. Ah, yes. What does it stand the for? Big shooty gun. Not to be confused. Mm, it with does. It do weapon. be doing that. <laughs> Hello. It do be shooting. <laughs> we have the T-shirt cannon. Said. Would you like a free T-shirt? I'll give you twenty. You're not gonna get it. Somebody no, else is gonna, gonna catch get, it before you because they're taller than you. T-shirts are to die for. Five thousand. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What? And I am your host, the lowercase r. <laughs> That's one of the best guys. Yeah. <laughs> I like that the, the the principle behind it is like, well, what letter is shaped like a gun? Yeah. Well, it's a lowercase r. If you held a lowercase r, it would look like a, a gun, gun, which means in the gungeon, it acts like a gun, which is what the flavor text tells you, that if something is shaped like a gun or a pistol, that it will act as a gun when in the gungeon, and it, which wait. is why somebody brought a mailbox in and why that mailbox shoots mail yeah. when you bring it when into the gungeon. When you shoot the letter R, it spells yeah, okay. out like, That's it some spells cool like a word, word, right? It's like spells, the letter It spells bullet. 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 Okay. Yeah, it's it spells really bullet, and if you get modifiers, bullet. then it changes the word. That's good. So then what's the deal with the books that make the letters R and N at you? Read and... No, I don't you. actually know what exactly because they'll do like uh, O or zero with a strike through it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just fine. Fee is it? I don't know. It's they do letters because they're book. Or maybe there's nothing more to it than that. No, I should. I'll, I'm but gonna have to go like look in the. I'm gonna have to look in the bestiary. I'm sure that oh. I'm sure they have a, a silly uh, the reason for Amonomicon. it. Yeah, yes. that's so good. Um, so. We are here to talk about Enter the Gungeon thanks to our wonderful patron, Byron, who made our Halloween theme song and our regular theme song. Wow. And is just a really nice guy in general. And uh, he 
chose Enter the Gungeon, we're happy to talk about it. We're going to get into it more in the second segment. But first, we wanted to talk about some of our favorite strange weapons. And I'm going to limit us to one because we are starting way later than usual. Big late day. So favorite favorite strange non-Gungeon weapons. Well, otherwise, unless you have something to say about the year 2016. Uh, It was a good year. And we're not talking about roguelikes. We already talked about roguelikes (laughs) a lot. Let's do another run on roguelikes. This time we're <laughs> we stronger. Could. We'll we do better this time, I think. Yeah. <laughs> we will do better this time. I think we're going to make it a little bit farther. And we've are, we've done, since the last time we talked about roguelikes, we have done like two or three more episodes on them. And uh, not to spoil the end of the show, but we got a piece of mail in that suggests that we might have another one in our oh future. Oh, lordy, lordy. <laughs> Well, I got to go. I think I made a joke about. last week about us slowly covering every roguelike. We're doing them all. <laughs> We're getting there. Somebody's going to ask us to just do the original rogue. Oh, I won't. What? But no, the good joke about rogue is that rogue is not actually freeze. not a rogue is not really a roguelike. <laughs> just like oh, Halloween no. isn't a Halloween no. movie according it to George. It happen on any day of the year. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I have a gun I want to talk about. All right. Talk about it. Um and it, every game should have this gun and I don't remember quite which version it's i might be two i guess the um air propulsion gun from just cause is that in two uh, oh baby in two. oh that one's so two? good it's like the air cannon or something like that two yeah it's only downside is that it uses a ton of ammo so you can only have fun with it for a limited amount of time until you have to buy another one or just have it sent down from the heavens for like 70 bucks or whatever it costs you in the game <laughs> like your in-game dollars but it's just a gun that shoots like concussive force like a leaf blower and yeah. it's incredible and for all the reasons you think it would be incredible you can just blow guys into the ocean or like off off a cliff or something and it's even more powerful enough to shoot like cars and stuff but my favorite way to use it was in Just Cause... Well, there's two. Uh, the less interesting one is you... In Just Cause, you have cables you can attach to things. So you attach a guy to a lamppost. So he's hanging like Spider-Man got him or whatever. And then you just blow him with the gun and he just spins around the lamppost like crazy. And then I love you, you that because eventually the, it the physics of the game <laughs> would just completely break at the speeds that, that you were trying to propel this guy at. And shoot him into the It was the like a, the deadliest swing set push of all time. <laughs> The other, the sec, the best thing to do though was, in Just Cause, you could press a button while you're driving to get on the roof of your car while it's still moving, and I think in three you could still steer from up there, which is pretty funny. But um, you would do that with a car with a big enough like trunk. You turn around and blow the air at the road behind you, and it would boost you your car. Yeah, <laughs> to undrivable speed. Like, you're immediately thrown off the car, and the car explodes. <laughs> but they made that gun so powerful and so fun. Like, if a car, was, if a helicopter was coming at you, you could just blow it away. Or, like, if you could stand in the middle <laughs> of the street, and, like, a car could drive down the road at you, and you could just stop it. It's so incredibly powerful and so fun. But it, it was a DLC item. I paid oh, money course. to you get that. You spent ten bucks for that pack. It was worth it <laughs> for the memories. Mm. Absolutely. I might uh, open it up to two specifically because I came up with a second one now. Uh, but uh, Alex, do you have a, a strange or memorable uh, weapon that you can think of in a game? I'm going to um, say projectile weapons, like guns specifically, because that's where we're going. Yeah, um, this is a game that's not out yet, but it is very funny whenever <laughs> I see it on Twitter. I follow. Um, the developer of Gloomwood, um, 
upcoming oh, upcoming yes. beef life. Um, he has beef with guns, I believe, is the URL yes. that the game is uh, at. Um, he has this uh, shotgun in the game that, um, uh, uh, you know, people who are really into guns are very particular about like accuracy and a lot of you know they're all very annoying and obnoxious. People who like firearms and stuff. You drew the muzzle half yeah, yeah, an it's inch a clip, too long. It's not a magazine or whatever. Yeah, I don't yeah, care. Yeah. Um, but those people are always in his mentions because he has a gun. He's a um, breech load shotgun where you you crack it to put the shells in. Uh, but the whole thing also folds up, uh, and <laughs> it is based on a real gun. But it's like such a weird, obscure edge case that everyone's like, "That's not possible. You can't do that." And he's and so, like, oh, yeah? <laughs> so he's already resigned himself to that. People arguing about the shotgun being his legacy. <laughs> so most people I thought know. it was people asking him to put more cheese wheels in the levels. <laughs> uh, that, that's the other thing I constantly see people well, talking wait, about. So the, gun, like, the whole for, gun folds up into, like, like twice? Like, you yeah, breaks it like and a, then breaks yeah, again. Yeah, like a concealable fold up. <laughs> yeah, but it also folds to, like, it also cracks to put the ammo in. It's Yeah. It's bizarre, but nice. apparently it's based on a real thing. I like and, it. Yeah. But that's a gun from a game that's not even out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, someone else? Are you guys both in other tabs yeah. reading, oh, uh, um, reading something? This way I don't like doing this for I got one. Trying to find something. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Googling. Does it? I okay. So we didn't specify that it has to be gun. I want it to be yeah, a gun. I want, to, a I want a projectile weapon of some kind that could show up in the gungeon. I'd say. I suppose it, uh, the technicality that Seb's yeah. about to get me on don't is that say, there is a sword yeah, in this game. Don't say mailbox. Okay. <laughs> um. Well. No, no, no. I wait, hold on. Your thing, the thing that you brought up light. in the Discord is a gun. Yeah. If you truly have nothing. No, that's else. not what I'm talking about. No. It. It. Okay. So it shoots light. All right. All right. It's not a light gun. It's not. It's, it's a flashlight. LED incapacitator. What is this from? Okay. Real life. Oh, all right. It's basically a flashlight that is too bright. Okay. And will incapacitate you. Is this this is so this is like uh you're going into the Havana syndrome zone except this is real. This is this is like a, a Gladio it's, it's and not a Havana real. syndrome. There's diagrams like and shit. Sun, but you could hold uh, and it's made by the United States. Oh, well, yeah, of course it is. If so, it's a stupid uh, sounding weapon, it was absolutely made by the United States. Oh, yeah. Just like how they had the um, sound cannons turned on at uh, protesters earlier this year, where they would like have low frequency sounds that they would like bombard people with last year cool. uh, during yeah. the protests. Yeah. No, this is supposed to like make people have epilepsy. Oh, so that's emits, oh, it, that's yeah, way worse. It emits an extremely bright, rapid, and well-focused series of differently colored random pulses. Before human eyes can focus in on one frequency, another frequency comes on, causing intracranial pressure pressure sorry that's a mouthful uh which results in headache nausea vomiting disorientation irritability and visual impairment to the target so you're reading wikipedia hmm. yep. sometimes it happens uh but yeah it, it basically um it's a seizure gun well, that's yeah bleak. that's fucked up yeah that's it's really bleak <laughs> yep uh there's some people that probably Nick, don't do you even know that that on that. yes i do <laughs> Okay, yes, yeah, I do. Killing uh, make so I've got yeah. one that's I a very brief cool, story. But so, scary that it exists. So uh, the my go-to one is one that I brought up when we talked about this topic uh, like three years ago on a little mini-so. Tell them that. Which was uh, the 
Pandora, the Devil May Cry 4 suitcase gun that you pick oh, up. That where if you say uh, the description says that it has 666 deadly forms, but you can get like seven of them in the game. Nice. Anyway, they're really, really good. Like there's one where it's like, because it's like a suitcase with a little like devil skull on it. And Dante's like, okay, sure, whatever. I can make this thing work. And like he sets it on the ground and kicks it open and it'll turn into a bunch of different things. It turns into a Gatling gun, a rocket launcher. Uh, uh, it turns into like a spinning blade that you throw like Captain America's shield. It turns into, because it takes up the gun's slot in your uh, in your inventory. Like if you're, if you're like, because you get two melee weapons and like two guns that you can switch between at any time. And like when you switch to this thing you switch to it with different commands from different points in the combo and then it's like okay i get I, uh, if i do it at this point in the combo i get the rocket launcher this time i get the gatling gun this time it turns into like a little tiny hover car like dr eggman's pod that i can <laughs> fly around in and shoot lasers from and to balance it because it's insanely high damage and really like like powerful and useful they're like well it takes a couple of seconds to activate but what that means is that in a combo video or when you see somebody who's really good at the game playing with it they knock a guy up into the air like a hundred feet and then they take a second or two to take out the suitcase gun and bring out one of its more powerful take forms and by the time the guy is about to in the middle yeah, of a, it's, a combo I mean I think that there is a degree of non-randomness to it where you can choose like how oh, it, really? it looks to- completely random but it's it, it's like doing certain motions will activate different forms. So like you knock them up into the air, take a couple of seconds to take this damn thing out, and then you're firing the laser and they land on the laser. So I love that. But I also want to call out something that Alex might remember, which is in pre-patch Bloodborne, mm-hmm. they, uh, in Bloodborne, guns are not used for damage. Usually. Because they're just used to like parry somebody. But there was one gun in the game called the cannon that was like a cannon that you would stick on the side of a ship and it took up 10 bullets in a game where you could only have 21 bullets now come on uh what? 24 24 at max however to balance the intense ammo cost they made it really like the knockback was insane yeah and the damage was pretty crazy too you are just but, shooting them with a cannon like yeah you right you're shooting ship, them with a with a pirate ship cannon comes out of your arm uh, of hanging off your arm yeah. uh and you can only fire it twice but that's great uh so what you would do is you would engage in pvp anywhere with a ledge <laughs> And you would hit them with the cannon once, and the fight would be over <laughs> because they would get launched so far away that there was no way they would get up on solid ground. It rules. It did rule. And to balance it, the unfortunate way that they balanced it was, one, they nerfed the damage, which is annoying because if you were, were not using it to murder other players, it was a really fun gimmick weapon to have uh, uh, in single player. And the other thing they did is they made it cost 12 bullets instead of 10, which meant that you could only fire it once. Uh, brutal. Instead of twice. Yeah, you can, which is, you can like, if you right, build towards right. it, you can spec to be able to shoot it two or three times. But you have to oh, sacrifice right. a lot of other stuff to do that. Yeah, and there it was a always a gimmick guy. that would not be worth <laughs> doing. This is not worth it. Uh, um, so, yeah, that's my... I do have one okay. more. We just um, which is I don't know if I've I've talked about it before is uh, the Omo Chow gun yeah baby from uh, Shadow the Hedgehog which is a terrible game but a lot of guns. Um, terrible game but very memorable certain, <laughs> very memorable terrible game 
which I, I'm not sure if I, I, I would recommend to some people, but not to most people. Um, so if you complete one uh, storyline, because there's like multiple endings, if you get one of the endings, you will get a gun called the Omochao gun, and it shoots um, Omochaos, which um, for those not familiar, Omochao, well first, Chao are these little creatures in Sonic that you can raise in a couple of the games. They're just these little blue dudes, and they're very cute. Um, in Sonic Adventure 2, they introduced Omochao, who is a robot version who, who stands around and flies around in the levels, and he gives you um, tips and shit like that. And he's, like, really fucking and annoying you, but you all the time. But you can kill him, so it's okay. You, you can throw him off ledges and shit um, and punch him, and he'll get upset about it, which is very fun. Um, so in Shout of the Hedgehog, I guess they got a clue, and they were like, everyone hates Omochao. So they made a gun that just shoots Omochao at things. And it's very good, and I love it. Um, but also, I kind of miss Omochao, because he's like that, like, you love to hate him, and then when he's gone, you're like, now what am I going to hate on? Yeah, I feel that. I mean, there's plenty to hate on in Sonic, but there's nothing, like, fun to hate on. <laughs> he's going to be in the movie. The rest is just, like, disappointing. He's going to huh? be in the movies, played by uh, Owen Wilson. <laughs> Oh, great. Yeah. Cool. Do you know how to jump, Sonic? <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, we got an order uh, uh, yesterday. He, he does this no. noise when you turn him on. Uh, and as soon as you hear that, you're like, oh, fuck. Last gun is my uh, my favorite pet gun from Real Life and Resident Evil Remake, which is the uh, one-shot self-defense gun that cannot oh, be fired a second it. time. <laughs> cannot get enough of it. You best and not miss. You find one next to a guy who hung himself. So he decided not to shoot himself, but he did, you know, he had the gun. <laughs> well, the gun, the, the self-defense gun sucks so much that he might not have gotten the job done with yeah. it. I can understand him choosing to go for a rope, which is far more reliable. Anyway, uh, on that note, let's. Uh, speaking of reliable weapons, let's go into our second segment where we will be entering the gungeon. The gungeon. And.
hint of that gungeon. could it's honestly pretty crazy yeah all right hello and welcome back here we're talking about enter the gungeon thanks to byron and uh he didn't give us any specific reasoning that he wanted us to read off about why uh he picked this game but uh it was basically just uh he said yeah enter the gungeon lol <laughs> and uh and you know what that's that's all we all we needed it's it's i mean it is like kind of though to say like hey do you want to do an episode yeah enter the gungeon like okay sure uh and um like cam i know you have a history with this game yes if if you why don't so why don't you give us a little rundown of it okay um yeah this is a, a little video game by dodge roll games um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's um i think maybe my is it my first roguelike i don't know i think so it might have been i think so just this podcast we used to listen to laser time or video game apocalypse or whichever one of those branching off mm-hmm. po- podcasts um one of the guests would always bring up this game as his favorite game of all time and it came out in 2016 so that's just a weird thing to say yeah (laughs) like and yeah that's one of the things that we were we were talking about before and like he and he gushed about it and it always just like sounded very appealing to me because of my like pack ratty nature of like gathering a bunch of things and you know having getting the most powerful op gun and you know stacking up all that shit i wasn't i wasn't I hadn't played any roguelikes before, so I didn't know about it. But so you are a gungeoneer, I believe. Mm-hmm. You can pick uh, one of four dudes, and you uh, go. I think there's five floors, and you have to try and escape in one run. It's a boss at the end of each floor. You can. There's two chests on each floor, I think, or maybe there's more. I don't know. It's usually two. Think, yeah, there's more, like but... it seemed to me Unless like there were two rooms. rooms with chests, and then randomly one might appear. Yeah, when you, clear you could a get room. one by other means. Yeah. Um, and then there might be a shop, or I think there's always a shop. I also yeah. played this game a lot when it came out. I think, or in 2017, I think I started playing this. So, the game has had several updates since then, and so a lot of my knowledge is outdated. I've gone back to the game a couple times, but not to. Uh, huge extent like i played i was playing today and yesterday and i encountered things i had never seen before so they really did a big old update on this game they, they did a really good job and i love it i think it's a great game i don't know if i described it accurately it's a top-down shooter where you get uh, it's a twin stick twin, twin stick, stick shooter, shooter where you get all kinds of crazy weapons from pop culture and puns and we were talking pre-show about anything that looks like a gun when it enters the gungeon it becomes a gun so a banana is now a gun a lowercase r is a gun banana, yeah is it called gun probably 
Um, I think even a boomerang is technically a gun. Yeah. I or guess just you can... a weapon. Yeah, I like if you throw, if you hold a boomerang a certain way, I guess it could look kind of like a gun. It's got. Yeah, it looks like a gun. It's got an angle to it. Anything you could hold as a kid and go bang, you're dead. That's a gun now. Um, yeah. <laughs> but including also, sticks which shoot logs and leaves. Yeah. Um, there's uh, even a sword in the game, but it is a cursed item, and by using yeah. it, you gain curse. So yeah. it's They're a bad illegal. thing. Now. It's yeah, illegal. It's not, not a gun. Sword bad. But it's um, also one of the best weapons in the game because when you swing it, it blocks bullets. So it's yo. it's really good. Um, but it's also the description is all about how it's profane and blasphemous, it's blasphemous. to have yeah, a sword in the right. dungeon. Um, but there's a really cute. The, the humor in the game is really good. There's a dodge roll. You can flip over tables to hide behind. You can uh, shoot barrels and shoot lights and chandeliers and. It's wearing all of its influences on its sleeve. It's any game or movie where a gun was fired is in this game. <laughs> yeah, somewhere. there's a Robocop gun. There's the Judge Dread gun. There's a Proton Pack. Uh, let's mm-hmm. see. What else from Pop? Uh, this this the, game? With their equivalent of the BFG? Yep. BFG. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think the Needler is now in the game from Halo. The Needler is in the game. The The Covenant, uh, the regular Covenant rifle is in the game. From Halo. But then there's also I mean, just a gun that shoots planets, and there's a, yeah. a fire um, hose. A there's a t-shirt gun. Shotguns. Yes, a t-shirt oh, that's, I should have mentioned that as my favorite gun. It's a shotgun shell that shoots shotguns that then shoots bullets, like when they hit the wall. So it's yes. a bullet that shoots guns that shoots bullets is fantastic. And that's, that pretty much sums up what you're going Yeah, for that's the gun end. to explain the game, yeah. really. It's like, okay, <laughs> this is just normal. You'll just yeah. get this. I was thinking about introducing everybody uh, as variants of the AK-47 because there's like four of them. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, there's, the, uh, there's the AK-47, the JK-47, which is like a noodle shaped like the AK that does shit damage and barely works. Just kidding. Um, the, the AK-47's description says, accept no substitutes, and the JK-47's description says, substitute. <laughs> and... Uh, and then there's the vertebrae K47, which is a spine <laughs> with handles that shoots skulls, which is great. There's, big fan. There's also big fan of that. One that's made of balloons that looks like an AK47, and to okay, reload it, you that like one. That one fucking really carried me through one of my second floor runs. Oh yeah. It's yeah. I didn't. I didn't read the description on it, so I was just like, "Wow, this thing does this insane damage, and it lifts me off the ground." I didn't know. That if you take damage, the gun pops, yep. <laughs> and you lose all your ammo. But I didn't find that out until the next floor because once I got it, I didn't take any damage yeah, for the rest dude. of the floor. Yeah. And so flying I was like, "Wow, this gun! So there's no weird, downsides dude. to this gun." It's just like Isaac flying in this game is very OP in certain sections. Yeah. Every absolutely, yeah. So every gun in this game is either a reference to something or a funny joke or just a gun. They have a yeah, couple of actual guns. <laughs> Um, but everyone also has a very like lovingly written, usually pretty jokey description that you can pull up. And uh, your ammo nomicon, or kind of the monster manual of this game, has you know really nice descriptions of everything. It's one of the things I think is very distinct from uh, Binding of Isaac. Something else we did on the show. Oh, something uh, you they, can they'll see tell what you your what everything shit does? does. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Goddamn Binding of Isaac. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Um, yeah, but- Binding of Isaac did that on purpose, so which I like just talked a lot. Yeah. Um, I can go first. Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Go for yeah. it. Um, I had tried to play this game a few times. I 
uh, bought it on Switch a while ago to kind of mess with. Um, and it's, uh, it was a little hard for me to kind of get into the rhythm of it. I think this game is more demanding than some of the other roguelikes that I typically enjoy. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, I just name-checked Isaac, and that, that was the roguelike that I brought forward on the podcast. Um, I think that game is a little more gentler. It's a little bit easier to break it wide open, uh, which is a lot of the appeal to me. Um, yeah, even overpowered in this game takes a lot more luck than in Isaac. In Isaac, you can get it pretty. Yeah, and a I, I think this game easier, I guess. Th- there's a there's a much clearer skill curve in this game. I yeah. think you, you're learning patterns and you're kind of you're memorizing bosses or you're you're getting a good combo, um, and that uh, it takes a little bit more effort to figure out. Which um, to me felt a little bit um, backwards. Uh, not not in a bad way. But it, it was like Isaac had a harsher sense of humor and the whole atmosphere was supposed to be more like, I mean, well, it's like Green shit person? and blood and guts and you're in hell in somebody's basement, yeah, right? Shit. Yeah. And in this one, it's like everything has a smiley face. Yeah, they're all guns, but it's yeah. all puns and fun. The and bullets are cute. Yeah. Every, everything's cute. with a. It's got like this amazing style and this like... Up well, yeah, like upbeat, like electronic music, beep booping in the back there, but it's harder than Isaac, which like yeah, it felt that I think it balances out though. Yeah, I think it's a good juxtaposition. I think this this game is very pleasant to play in the presentation and the fun and the joy of it. Yeah, um, absolutely. It's just um, much harder. It's brutal. It's hard to. <laughs> I I uh, know it would miss the point, but I really want an arcade mode of this game. Where yeah. so- certain things are set, and you could like I don't know like I, I I really want this game to just be Smash TV sometimes. Yeah. Where like uh I would love like for example like a set loadout of some kind. I like think... I know that the point of the randomizer is to have like uh is to have certain th- is to have everything be random and to work with what you get, but um. I think that the core gameplay of this game, the actual twin stick shooting and dodging is so good that I think that you don't need to rely on the randomness aspects for it to be good. Um, real quick, I got to interrupt because I think there might be something like that mode, Nick, that relates to what I just remembered. Um, they added into this game synergies where if you have certain items, they combine and work in a... Yeah, I wish I had gotten way. any of those. I, I, I was reading about them like earlier once. today. It's, it's such a difficult... I mean, it's there's so much shit in this game. It's The odds are low. But the first one on the list is called the 360 Yes Scope. And <laughs> spinning 360 degrees provides a three-second buff that gives you uh, 1.5 damage. <laughs> so if you spin around and you shoot 360 someone... 360 No Scope. Yeah, except it's Yes. It's, that's if you well, get the AWP uh, and the sniper rifle and the... Oh, no. Oh, that's the scope, great. The scope and one of those two. That's great. Uh, Another the, one, though, the thing is that the I big saw... shotgun gun, which is the BSG... Or, yeah, BSG and a shotgun. It becomes oh, the... that rules. One of the ones that I saw was so the Killing cool. Joke, which oh is the, the actual AK-47 and the JK-47. You have both of them. <laughs> then the uh, then the JK turns into a purple, green, and white AK-47, oh, referencing yeah. the Joker and the Killing <laughs> Joke, which makes it like a, a different, more powerful gun. You can joker like, your gun. You can <laughs> joker fire your gun. Your gun lives the, in a society. Are... You, it dual wields the guns. It, it dual wields the guns, and you get the 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 color change. 
I think the the hardest thing for me getting into this game is uh, trying to like find a good control scheme that worked for me first because mm -hmm. I had to rebind a lot of the, this video game to get it to feel good in my hands. And thankfully, the Switch version lets you do that. <laughs> not all of not all console games let you mess. Yeah, with so the you're controls. playing on uh, oh, yeah. controller, right? Yes. Am I the only one who was playing on keyboard? I think, I think so. I, I think Hotline Miami with the mouse might might have worked a little bit better for me, but I didn't. I had already bought it on Switch, so. Yeah, hmm. I learned on controllers, so I I tried going to keyboard. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I think I, my movement's a little more precise on on a controller anyway. Yeah. I, think I honestly, I you know what I should have done, and I didn't think to try. I think this game would have been fun to play on stick. Oh, uh, like stick, stick oh, yeah. yeah like stick stick for movement set four buttons for like uh firing oh, in different directions like uh no, like hard. on isaac almost mm. i think you could do that i think it might no, be you gotta a little shoot bit so more much. cumbersome hmm. like you wouldn't be um, able to move yeah, as fast I guess so. maybe i'll just have to get two fight sticks two joysticks and uh yeah, set them go. both that way plug in two atari 2600 controllers yeah oh boy um, uh, yeah, i'm talking myself out of it anyway uh i yeah, so once I had all my, my binds figured out, I think the next hurdle for me was trying to roll, like, reloading into my gameplay rhythm. Because I'm used to, like, when I play a twin-stick shooter, I'm not used to having to reload. I think it's a very deliberate choice in this game to have oh, yeah. that as a mechanic. Because um, it is kind of the balance factor for a lot of the stronger guns is, oh, you have to reload more, or, oh, they take time to charge up. And... Uh, or it's, some guns, like the bit is reloading, too. Like, reloading has an area of effect. Or there's yeah. one gun that's from, I think, uh, Gears of War that has, like, an active time reload. Or free... Yeah, and that's, that's an uh, unlockable, like, uh, passive you can get, too, to get oh, any kind of uh, active reload. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of another aspect to the rhythm of this game that is tricky. And um, on top of all that, you're, tr you're managing... Uh, some really sadistic bullet hell patterns sometimes uh throughout the basic rooms i think it's very manageable and they give you enough props to work around like you know hiding behind pillars to block bullets or kicking over tables and stuff but the bosses are like they're tr getting you some uh toho some uh, uh ikaruga shit um, yeah i'm no but... i'm no expert at this game but it really is once you learn because there's only from when I played, there were only, like, eight bosses or something. So mm -hmm. you could know, like, I knew how to beat the Bullet King every time. Like, it, it just kind of made sense. But, like, yeah. there's fucking later ones that are such assholes, or I never learned the patterns for it. Like, the level three bosses, I think, are a huge hurdle, I think. The Cannon Balrog is an asshole, and uh, he can suck my dick. <laughs> I, I none, of first. Did, uh, none of you guys fought, like, the wall, right? The... No. no. No, I fought the uh, the the latest. Okay, so I fought. I felt like I was two... fighting a wall. I made it to I made it to floor four, but I didn't make it to the floor four boss. I um, oh, unless wow. the tank is the floor floor four boss. Floor four. I, uh, uh, is the tank in floor four, or is he he a floor three boss? I don't know. I'm trying to figure that out right now I'm on the bosses page right now. But that was the that was the big difficulty hike for me was getting over some of these bosses and yeah, um, tank is. Um third floor yeah okay so i haven't i haven't faced any of the floor four bosses that was the stuff that was uh where where uh i reached at the end my least favorite and, um, is the I, mind mind flare that guy mind sucks. flare he has a yeah bell. he's annoying he is he definitely his, annoying his, his bullets go like waves so they sometimes they uh, come back yeah, and, yeah. Like, they may do he's extremely oh, annoying horrible. and uh he uh 
of course, is a Bloodborne reference because he like he mm. ha- points a gun at a bell and then it says a sinister bell rings and that's what happens when uh, a when somebody is summoned f- to kill you in multiplayer in Bloodborne. Dude, this game is it so says good. a sinister bell rings. There's another gun, the, uh, boss that's called the High Priest. That's a guy wearing a cloak and there's you can't see his face, but there's a a gun barrel coming barrel. out of his hood, <laughs> so it's like right where his face should be. Yeah, I think that the like. A lot of the joy of playing this game to me is the is the the aesthetic and the humor and the tone. I think that that's uh, the most fun. Is you know, oh, what the fuck does this gun even do? You know, <laughs> shooting it to test it out and being like, oh, this one shoots shotguns that then shoot bullets. Yeah, of course, big time, the best. <laughs> um, and like that's where I got a lot of my joy playing this game was like even just the very basic. Like this game doesn't have a ton of meta progression, at least that I was able to find. It's not like Hades where you're tangibly getting better every time you go, but you do end up unlocking more guns to add to your loot pool uh, after collecting a currency that you get from beating bosses. Uh, and it's oh, it was always fun to go into that little shop and be like, oh, I want the RPG. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I like but, that um, you can go in there and um, not know what something is because it's just like this is well, yeah this. Like, i bought the mailbox and i'm like yeah. i wonder how that works I'm uh, the mail the mailbox, now. quick shout out to the mailbox because you shoot letters until the bottom your the last bullet in your cliff is a package which explodes <laughs> it's so funny but it's you don't get like a, a image of this gu- the gun you don't get to test it before you buy it but you just get the text of what it is yeah. and some of them are like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. yeah. There are that's... joke weapons in this game, so you can't yeah. just get that. I think they're all joke it's... weapons. I mean, they might oh, not. Oh, no. I mean, okay. I mean, or in they a way, all yeah. have a joke. Yes. They they may not I mean, be like a yeah, joke Yeah, I meant joke as use. in like it's a, a bad. Some of them are bad on purpose. Yeah, yeah. bad on okay. purpose, yeah. Um, but it's fun to see just like they're not even afraid to play with the UI and stuff. Like if you get like a laser gun or something with a huge magazine, it just fills up your right, the right side of your yeah. screen with like the a big line or something. Like I got the, the Moonraker laser from, you know, James Oh, that's Bond. great. Big fan. And, yeah. And it just is a line all the way up the screen because it doesn't reload it. It just fires the whole ammo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, so, mm-hmm. it's honest to a fault where it's like, well, it's not bullets. Bar it's laser. 600 shots <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Or some of them will have like little bullets and other ones will look like a magazine. Yeah. Um, or yeah. Uh, I think the t-shirt one looks like t-shirts. I can't remember. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, T-shirt um, can. Yeah, yeah, a lot of the fun for me is in the charm and stuff. I keep I think talking about T-shirt I, I, I don't know if That's I'll good. ever make it very far in this game, but I was very much enjoying making it to, like, floor two and dying. Yeah, um, I think that's a lot of the fun with this game is I, I've said on this show before where I just don't want to experience adversity in video games anymore, like or just games <laughs> where it, you die and it doesn't matter. I played like six runs of this last night where I didn't make it past floor two and I had a great time. <laughs> yeah. It's just fun. It's fun to shoot yeah. guys and it's fun yeah, to get the funny part of new the, weapon. Part of the aesthetic, part of the kind of feel of the game is that like, even though it is very hard and punishing at times, I definitely made some really bad plays and screwed myself over on one of my best runs. Yeah. But uh, as frustrating as that is, I think the tone really keeps it it keeps me interested in coming back it also and has it's short. That, like even on my farthest run it was like 15 minutes <laughs> it also has that really good thing of um the gamer endorphin the gamer treat of like going in a room and you oh this could be the room where 
it happened right before recording. I went in a, in a room on the first floor and found the second rarest chest that you can find. And I was like, oh, onion ring. Like, whoa. Yeah, I got um, mm-hmm. what, the giant, like, black and skull chest on, yeah, like, my I think that's first nice. room one time. And um, it had, like, the dark matter ray or something like that. Yeah, I think those might all curse you. I might be wrong on that. I but. did not understand what cursing was at the time, so I do not know. Cursing is when you bring a sword into the gungeon. Yeah. <laughs> well, some weapons are cursed, and if you have enough curse, cursing then is when you, you could encounter an enemy. That you could con- could encounter an enemy that is jammed because they're all bullets, so the bullet could be yep. jammed. And that's or good. Or okay. they can come back and hollow yeah, platforms. Yeah, so they they have extra health. And they do more damage. Yeah, is that what the little plus arrow is? The no, they're like glowing red. I don't know if okay. they're glowing red. I saw red a couple and... guys with like a green arrow next to them that I assumed meant that they were better. But oh, I wasn't they're... sure how that... Those guys are being buffed in. by another enemy in the room. Oh, all right. Yeah. Usually um, a small, cowardly wizard. But I one of the things that is, is a weird design decision that I didn't really... I, I didn't really get to play with too much because I didn't get to go that deep on this game. Um, but I know it because people talk about it. Um, in order to get, you can get an additional heart container if you beat a boss without getting hit. I'm going to talk about that a lot on my uh, on my. That's a, uh, that's a real real rough cut for me uh, specifically because I'm not the kind of person who goes for that that much. But it always felt like a huge bummer if I when I get hit after doing well on a boss. Yeah. Um, yeah, it sucks. And it counts, I would... it counts armor, which fucking sucks. Like, I, it's not even just taking HP damage. It's if you get your armor broken, too. Um, yeah, I'm not, I, but, don't, I don't like know. that either, because it makes you feel like, oh, well, I, fu- I fucked this one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I sh- oh, I, 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 even, like, with my very lo- little experience, for a couple of the first floor bosses, I felt like I knew them well enough to not get hit. And getting hit <laughs> fucking <laughs> sucks. Uh, but... I don't know. I think this game is a little stingy with health. I ended up leaning towards the hunter as my character Big because time, yeah. the dog sometimes gave you an extra key or an extra heart or a little little something to help me along. Yeah, I was sticking um, a lot with the marine because he gets an extra um, hit point with his armor um, yeah. to start out with. He's Except then like, his I cool helmet the... goes away. I know, yeah. He's like the starting guy, but I stuck with him for 90% of He's my like runs. He's like the Mario. Yeah. He's the Mario. But I think the Hunter is the meta, I think. because The Hunter was the one that I settled into the most. I, Hunter the has a puppy dog. The crossbow is pretty strong. Like even, mm-hmm. I, I found myself using that even when I had other guns. Yeah, that'll get you through um, the whole first floor, no problem. Yeah. It's a little limited on ammo. If you like use it for a whole floor, you might run out. Mm-hmm. But it's... I ended up settling into that quite well. I didn't mess with two. I pretty much just stuck to the Marine and the Hunter. I didn't mess with the other guys that much. Yeah, I think the um, dog is also always useful. Like, there's no reason to yeah, not have... Yeah, it's just a flat, like, chance to find an item after clearing a room. Yeah. And that's always going to be... You're clearing, oh. like, a dozen rooms every floor. The dog also and, more. barks at mimic chests. So oh. if you're oh. paying attention... Very useful feature. It'll, like, tell you... Whoa, don't go near that guy. I didn't run into any of those, thankfully. Oh, yeah. I I ran into one in like eight hours of playing. In Okay, my Switch says that I died 50 times. So (laughs) in 50 runs, I hit one Mimic. Dude, I was looking through my stats, and this is going to be Cam Bragg's section here. but And it was like, or my achievements anyway, 
because you guys were like, oh, yeah, hey, I beat the second floor. You know, I beat the second floor. Oh, I got yeah. to this boss. And then it, I turned my game on to play, and it was like, achievement for clearing the third floor 30 times. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, I've done I've wow. done this too much. Nice. I've only beaten it once, which I'll maybe get to. But, yeah, hold on. Yeah. Get sure. um, but I like, the, I like the different characters. That's something that, like, um, I didn't mess with a ton in Isaac, even after ha- having unlocked, like, more than half the characters I pretty much only played like one or two of them I think it's interesting to give you these four characters right right off the bat and have them all be interesting trade-offs mm-hmm. I think they're not except for the pilot who is mostly worthless yeah yeah, that yeah I tried him and I... I couldn't figure out what his meta was whereas the he's um... got the bobby pen I assume he can open chests okay yes I was always able to break the chest it never opened it's a it's me. a chance <laughs> yeah yeah, it's a chance that never seems to work. Like, all his uh, stuff is kind of a joke on, like, the, the kind of roguish Han Solo kind of guy yeah. who relies on luck and charisma to get through everything. But luck and charisma does not get you very far in the gungeon. He does get a I discount found. at shops, I think, which is kind of... There was oh. one thing that I found that was extremely useful for him, which was when you're making the elevator to go down, to skip a floor... Uh, the guy who you like get the resources for asks for like three keys at once and a, a ton of shells. Yeah, like a hundred and thirty shells. Is that the guy who sits something. in the sewer and he's like, "Will you please buy me things?" And he like has little smiley faces. No, no, nope. no, that's Different not dude. not that guy. Okay, yeah. but did you uh, did you ever drop that who guy any that weapons? Guy? <laughs> no, I didn't know what he wanted from me. Yeah, what he wants is for you to hold down. In my case, the D pad down. And that drops one of my weapons, and he gives you money for it. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. so if you have a really dog yeah, shit. I, I ran into the weird alien who speaks wingdings, and he, <laughs> he would show up in the shop sometimes. He's great. Too. I love him. Very fun. God, I could guy. do like 45 uh, minutes on all the extra characters in this game. It's yeah, so it's, interesting. Uh, it's an interesting approach to meta progression, too, where you just have to, like, sometimes you'll find a, a cell key, and somewhere on that floor there is someone you can save. And then... They'll, you know, come back to Firelink Shrine and then they'll help you out. Um, or they'll show up in the dungeon sometime and offer you a mini game or something. Yeah, they come back to the House of Hades. The, the Break the Targets yeah, guy that's is really fun. Yes, yeah, that guy. I was just that. about to bring him up. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's. I never won, but I did it every time I showed if, up. If you can fly, you can just cheat and fly over and ah, shoot the targets, right? You don't have to ricochet them. And he doesn't like, say another... anything about that? No, I think he's. You did it? I think he respects your cheating. Okay. Um, but like that's another bit of like the the very fun tone, the very like charming, uh, you know, interesting characters, neat sprites, fun writing. It's it that's one of those things that can propel me forward in a game like this that is uh, very hard and normally not my kind of thing, but it's neat. Fun game. And I had fun with it. I'll probably keep playing. I don't know. We'll see. It's a good <laughs> it, I mean it's it's kind of an intense game, but it's a kind of a good bedtime game. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, do one, do one, two runs. No, if if I got too into this and I was trying to play it as a bedtime game, I couldn't do just two runs. I'd be like, oh, another one. Oh, one more. Just five more minutes. I'll die soon uh, anyway. So then... you don't have my extreme ability to give up on things that I have. That's right. <laughs> no, I, can I say, have. Fuck it. And I, I, to quote Nick Liger, I could walk away from this and never look back. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm I'm cool with. I wish I knew the quote from Heat, but I don't. <laughs> I barely, I haven't seen Heat. The so hero yeah. says, like, don't have anything in your life that you can't walk away from in 15 minutes or something yeah. like that. <laughs> mm. 
Um, but anyway, I enjoyed the game. I'm happy to have an excuse to dive back into this. Uh, you know, I spent fucking 20 bucks on the game probably two years ago. Yeah, and damn. now I'm actually getting around to it. <laughs> oh, but fuck. I just Thank you, Byron. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I talked over Alex's thank you. But I was, I was trying to figure out how to save earlier today and i was scrolling through their list of allies and the last one is the save button has eyes and a mouth so he counts as an ally <laughs> he's, in, he's in the elevator that's how you save i gotta go there that's cute okay. oh the button the button that's right. of course he's always there looking at you oh and that guy that seb mentioned i have to mention it because he has a funny name he's called the cell creep but i love him. s-e-l-l uh, that's great. not c-e-l-l yep. good stuff well you sell to him but he's also kind of in a cell in the Floor? Yeah, that was my reading on it. Did anyone else enjoy this game? I enjoyed the game. Seb, what did you think of this game? Um, so I didn't get to play it as much as everybody else did. Um, I've just been busy with lots of things. Um, I have a stupid physics class, but anyway. Um, sorry, right, so, it's not the excuse cast. You played as much as you could. Yeah, I did. I did. Two point eight hours. I, I played. Huh? That's all. No, that was me. Oh. I I played. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, two point eight hours. Is what my Steve yeah, says. That's a lot. Um, no, not really. I didn't get past the first floor. I can oh. consistently get to the first boss, but I haven't beaten a boss yet. Um, I was thinking I think... about this because that surprises me so much because I can't beat Hades. So the fact that I can do kind of um, well in there's this There's a lot more meta progression in Hades. So for me, it gets... Yeah, if gets... you just play more of it, you can beat oh, Hades. There's, yeah, there's you can brute force Hades over time because as you play it, you unlock a bunch of extra shit. Yeah. Whereas in this game, you don't. It's there's more, it's, it's not a get. <laughs> yeah. Right. There's no so guarantee that you will unlock the extra shit. Yeah. This is... It's there, and you can get it, but there is. <laughs> you will not eventually roll over the game with enough time. You have to learn and like practice and like get killed fifty yeah. times to yeah, I, to I, get there. No, no amount of good luck or unlocks can have you beat this game very easily. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Except um. for what happened to me. <laughs> okay. I'll mention I'll mention that later. I, wow. I, the one way I um, beat the game uh, is was through in, immense luck and happenstance. I mean that that's what these kind of roguelikes are about is both skill and luck. I think it's really equal parts skill and luck. Um, I think yeah, this one the, uh... Isaac more luck. This one more skill. Yeah. Um, it's the cosmic gumbo. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely is the cosmic gunbo. Oh, nice. Sorry. Oh, gun and a bow? Gun and I'm bow, sure that's yeah. in the fucking game. Well, the hunter starts <laughs> the out with a It looks like the bowcaster that the Wookiees well, have. A crossbow. <laughs> yeah. um, but so I've... This uh, game I've been aware of for years, like since it came out. Um, it was really, really big when it first came out. Like all the streamers and YouTubers I like um, were playing it. Um, but I didn't really know what it was like or what it was about uh, i knew that it had cool pixel art and i knew there were lots of guns um but for <laughs> some yeah. reason all this time i thought it had more of a macho uh, like a, a jokingly over machismo um look to it or feeling to it than it actually does that's this it, game is trick i'll try and get in that later it's but a little it's, more cutesy it, yeah, it is so cutesy a, a cute it's like fantasy game. guns but they all the guns have cute faces and pun names yeah uh, and yeah, as cute that's great. as uh, lethal firearms can be. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> and uh, you can pet the dog. So there's yep. there's that nice. Twitter that's like, can you pet the dog? You can pet this dog, um, and he'll uh, 
if you pet him long enough, he'll sit down and he'll be like, oh yeah, that's great. Um, I sat there for maybe like two or three minutes waiting for him to maybe roll over, but he doesn't, which is, which <laughs> disappoints me. No, you gotta stick um, it out. You got a couple more minutes. Yeah, four hours. Yeah, four, four hours. hours. <laughs> I'd pet the dog for four hours. That's fine. You think I played the game for 40 hours? No. <laughs> Your Steam says petty. 45. Yeah, five, four, five of those five were of petting. Five of those were dogs. <laughs> five of those were petting dogs. A dog um, hours. Uh, so oh. I, I, I mentioned I'm, I pretty much made Marine, but I also did the Hunter. Um, I tried Criminal more than I did Pilot. Criminal makes sense to me because she's got two weapons. One is, you know, like a, a re- they all have kind of just like a regular shooty weapon and then they'll have something extra. Like she has a sawed off. She just starts with one, a sawed off shotgun. Um, yeah. But Which I don't I know. Think it's, is, it she seemed flimsy to me, but I mean, they all start out with the same health. I don't know what it was. Maybe except I was just for the bad Marine. on that. Yeah. Except for the Marine. Yeah. Um, well, he starts out with the same health. He just has one armor. Oh, okay. Um, You're technically right. Um, but yeah, so I, I had a lot of fun with it. This, um, I think this slots in really well since we already played Isaac. Um, this definitely came off of the coattails of Isaac, um, kind of riding on the coattails of that, um, where it improves on so much, like not just the mechanics and the gameplay, um, but also the art. I mean, not to say Isaac is ugly but it is definitely not Isaac's as pretty, pretty. <laughs> it's, it's not as appealing you can just tell me my topic sucks no your topic didn't <laughs> suck didn't i just feel like this game. is it's okay we always you know. talk about this on the show <laughs> um right. no yeah i i agree I, this is an infinitely more charming game and yeah a lot more fun to look at i think yeah um mm. isaac has its own uh merit isaac is fun but it's hard yeah. to say uh, yeah you shoot the poop with your tears and you might get <laughs> yeah the, look at all the tears isaac, and blood i'm spewing yeah they both isaic have is going that, in like, a different direction this game cyanide and happiness look um <laughs> but it's funny because it's funny that you say that said because like i think immediately when i saw this game i'm like that looks like edmund mcmillan's art like yeah. the the guy the meat boy isaac guy that's I thought back to that as opposed I mean, to thinking yeah. back to a previous reference even before that. I think it was the I same mean, area. Like newspaper it, it's comics. the same era where every everything had like the two dot eyes and the tiny smiley face. Like a lot of mm. people were doing that at the time. Um, so yeah, it, it's just way prettier and it's got this beautiful pixel art rather than doing like the flash art. And you know the flash art can be charming in kind of a nostalgic way um, with Isaac, uh, especially after their update. Um, but Isaac is also a lot of brown and red, at least for the first floor and poop and stuff like that. Um, and it plays pretty much the same music forever. Uh, this one has so much music and it switches up and it's so good. Um, music in this rocks. Yeah. Can, can I just say, um, so they intro the game on like this story about how there's this fortress and then a giant bullet falls from the sky and it becomes the gungeon um Very mario rpg yeah and and they talk about like you can go in the gungeon and if you win the gungeon you get a gun that can kill the past um yeah. oh i and, gotta bring uh, this up so the i've never experienced this because i think it was added after i beat the game quote unquote but so the gun that kills the past is a gun that the barrel 
like turns back and points at you, which I think is really funny because it's like yeah. previous. You're shooting what was previously. It doesn't. It yeah, doesn't make any backwards. sense. Yeah, but, yeah. In time, yeah. You know, yeah. Hmm. But huh. all these characters um, that you can select from, they each have something that happened to them that they want to go back and erase. So yeah. there's storyline that you don't get to see until the end of the game as to what they want to do. And I wish I could tell you any of them, but I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, I had um, shout outs to, uh, you know, podcasts that I love, Watcher for Fireballs, did a great episode on this. Uh, one of the hosts is a huge fan, and they talk at length about a lot of, you know, the intricacies of this game. Um, specifically, they mentioned that I guess you have to have a specific bullet to shoot that in that gun as well to get like kind oh, of the, that's right. the victory lap the final oh ending. that's why i didn't do it okay. um otherwise you just shoot yourself with it which is funny <laughs> okay and you die and you that's great oh, damn <laughs> um, so you haven't beat um, the game okay i guess not yeah huh. beating the dragon at the end of the game is dragon. like the first step and then i think you get like, all right look look i'm i'm operating on any percent rules here you see credits that's beating yeah. the game yeah i watched the one it's YouTube. definitely like it's definitely like an isaac thing where you beat it and then the real game starts, is my understanding. Mm. Okay. But um, I, I was saying, like, they explain all this in this, you know, this story, this storyboard and whatever. And then it's like, but to kill the past, you have to. And then it, it cuts to the title screen. There's this guy there. You know, everything's still pixel art, but there's this silhouette of this guy with this waving, like, jacket. And he's, like, holding up his gun. Tight, and, yeah. and it just goes and to the gungeon and yeah, it's that's... it's so good god that yeah. that hooked me right off the bat just seeing that come in like that's the way you do a title screen honestly great way to deploy a vocal theme i think oh yeah absolutely Incredible. not a ton of it was one of the first things i knew out, about this game it rules yeah it always rules when you get a cool vocal theme yeah it, it's as so i have said before uh, if your da- game doesn't say the name of the game on the title screen, it ain't worth shit. No. And uh, that's what why... What am I playing? Peter, exactly. I have been advocating for years that all of the FromSoft games should do that. Yeah. yeah. I think okay, that it's total horseshit. Dark Souls! <laughs> no, it would be... Dark Souls would be closer to like a Soul Calibur tone of voice. It'd be somebody going... Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, a soul and a sword. Eternal. A soul and a sword. Go on a series of dates. <laughs> a born and a blood. Intern. I think, I think I'm just doing <laughs> Twilight Zone now. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I was, yeah, I was yeah, pretty uh, much, I mean, I can't say I was too hooked because I didn't have time to actually really get hooked. But if I did have time, I feel like I would have been. Um, because uh, not only do I feel like the gameplay is better and it's more aesthetically and musically pleasing than Isaac, but it also has... Um, so one of the things that I was really hooked on in Hades, and I don't think this one does it as much. I feel like maybe this is like a natural in-between between Isaac and Hades, which is weird to say Isaac and Hades at the same time, but they're inherently similar games um, mm, in terms likes. of, like, the genre. Um, but uh, this one has a hub world that you could build up, um, and you don't even have to do anything specific. I think as you collect things in the Gungeon or a certain number of runs, I'm not really sure how it works, 
um, your little area with all your dudes that you can select kind of builds up over time. Like they get a tent, they get some bunk beds because the, before they're oh. just there and they have like nothing um, around them. They're just standing around and then they get, they get like a little table and couches and chairs and stuff like that. And I love that. That's so cute. It makes me not feel bad about having go to go back to the hub world. In Hades, I was excited to go back to the hub world. Sometimes I'd get something from my run and I'd be like, I got to spend this right now. And then I would just intentionally die so that I could go back <laughs> to the house of Hades. Wow. Um, wow. So, yeah. So I would, I mean, I love that stuff to have something to go back to that you're kind of working on. And this one doesn't really do it that way. But I am, like, a little it, bit excited when I go back to Breach and there's, like, a new little thing for my guys who are standing around. A new little thing in the shop, a new NPCs up there. Yeah. But I find that most of the time when you free someone from a cell, they start showing up in the gungeon proper, oh, yeah. which is annoying because, like, it means that there's less to look forward to when you die. But I get that that's maybe not the point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think once you get the shopkeep and um, the alien dude and you start unlocking... Short yeah, I've unlocked players. two alternate shops uh, and one guy who's really annoying that hasn't actually done anything yet. Um, but he <laughs> keeps saying... King dude. He's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one who I was talking about. Uh, he, yeah. Where he's like, yeah, if, uh, keep going down. We'll see you down there. Well, I'll help you. And it's like, <laughs> I haven't seen you once, dude. Wait, I, I unlocked you hours ago. Is it the guy you can kick his helmet into the... No. There's one guy sitting on the edge. He's clearly going through the gungeon the same as you. He looks like Greedo, and he's sitting on the edge of the a pit in the the main area before you go into the gungeon. And he has his helmet resting next to him, and you can walk up to it and kick it down into the pit. Oh. And then you have to go free him again from the dungeon because he's like he goes back in to get it. He gets captured. Oh, that oh. Really um, I so far I've actually only unlocked one of the shops. Um, like the museum shop where they're like yeah we figured out that the gungeon is actually kind of a museum for guns so we just get more guns and throw them down there and i'm like are you sure <laughs> that's what this is throw them down there. <laughs> yeah she just says like right yeah we'll just chuck them in the gungeon so you can use them like if you donate then we'll buy a gun and we can send it down there um and i was like okay um which is it's just really cute um, it's like this girl and she's got like her, her big, not a robot, like suit of armor friend. Um, who he, you can talk to him and he goes, I lost my arm in the shifting walls below. And I was like, oh, that's why you're constantly <laughs> robot bleeding. Um, yeah, that's the good stuff. Yeah. But intense. I had a lot of fun with this game, even though I'm not very good at it. It didn't help that, um, my cat continued like i played for pretty much two sit downs and my cat Faye for both of them both my cats just always want to be where i am so Faye's like looking at the screen and she's like what's that what's that there's a cursor that you use to aim and it's very the contrast is very high it's like bright bright white which makes sense it's good um because you want to be able to see your cursor but Faye was very interested in it and kept batting at my screen so I could hardly play the game. And I didn't want to, like, kick her out because, the you know, the litter boxes are in this room. So I can't, like, really kick my cats out for very long. Um, and also she would be very sad. Um, but I don't know. I, I think I'll go back to it, um, honestly. It's 
really fun. And if I can, you know, have something to work on with it, I think I'll like like the breach, um, just the hub world. I think I'd have a reason to go back. Whereas like Isaac, I'm like, eh, well, this, oh, I'm not really, really gaining anything, huh? <laughs> I'm not. I'm trying not to take it personally. Seth. No, 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 no. It's like Isaac was Isaac. good, but it didn't have as much for me. Yeah, uh, one of the I things was, I, I would say for you to say Isaac is good. That's that's what I want. <laughs> one yeah. of the things I would say in comparison, because I'm definitely thinking about all these games in my head at the same time, is that Isaac in Isaac the thrill of the hunt was enough for me most of the time. Mm-hmm. Even though this game, reward. this game has so much more yes. stuff in it, and in general, the runs are really short in Gungeon. In fact, having the kill screen wind the clock back to see how much time that you, you played in that run is a really clever little thing. Oh, I didn't realize that's what... I thought it was just kind I of like that's that. what doing a thing. I, for a while, I assumed it was like a saving throw mechanic. Like, some, that would be like, cool. It really rarely, you could not die if you like spun it right, but it was just a clock. No, it's a... <laughs> yeah, it, it's a clock. It winds time back to right before... Right. It, it's it takes your system's internal clock, whatever that may be. Time bullet. Yeah, and it hits you with a time bullet, sending you back to before you came in. Huh. And um, uh, the runs in the dungeon are pretty short, but I was still devastated when I would lose in this game. And in Isaac, it, I was it was a breeze. Like when I lost in Isaac, I'm like, oh, whatever, it doesn't matter. I'm coming right back. I don't know what it was. Maybe it's just I think it might some, have something to do with the fact that Isaac had smaller rooms. Like that, yeah. Like that was... that each individual encounter was like was like a less of a big deal. So it's like, oh, if I get sent back to the beginning, it doesn't matter because the first five rooms, it's only going to take me ten seconds. It's like fine. Uh, you and you know, um, some of the room battles in this game can get big and long. Yeah, yes, I, I was. Yes, I forgot. No I was gonna. I wanted to comment on that. I felt like the the rooms were a lot more spacious. <laughs> I felt really claustrophobic in Isaac. Um, like there wasn't as much room to run around your enemies. Um, and in this mm. one, there was a lot and they, you know, put walls and stuff for you to hide behind. And I actually thought it was very cute that there's sometimes you'll walk into a room and it looks like the enemies have been doing something like they'll be like all <laughs> standing around a table or something like that. Um, instead of just randomly placed in the room. Um, I oh, felt like a hand lot more the... thought went into the design of the rooms themselves. Whoever the main artist is on this game, whoever drew the bulletkin, mm-hmm. that person is a genius. They're so yeah, good the, they're adorable. The bullet bulletkin are a perfect design, and you know it from the instant you see one waddle towards you. Yeah, they, they really, bounce from really one great, side to the other. Dumb little waddle. Yeah, I'm not mad when they kill me because they're cute. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yeah, it's adorable. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you uh, go next yeah. Uh, sure, sure, sure. Uh, we'll save you for last because you have the most time and the most extensive thoughts. No, I'll, I imagine. I, I think. I, I'll, no, I was. That wasn't a burn. I was like, yeah, I'll, yeah, 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 but we have so much to say. It was but, gonna yeah, be his topic he, eventually, anyway. So. It really was. Yeah. Like, it absolutely. Was. <laughs> yeah. Also, it's so, ten thirty, so just go, Nick. Right. So, uh, I really enjoyed this game. It, it hit on a lot of the things that I like about video games in general, but particularly. To me, it, it brings me to, into an arcade mode in my in my brain where I'm like, this is the thing where you got to put another quarter in, like you, so you know you got to make the runs count. His middle name is uh, arcade. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, it's um, like 
this this game absolutely wears its influence on its sleeve and one of the main things i think of when i see a game like this is smash tv the uh, twin stick shooter uh that you that old arcade game uh that was the premise was you're on a uh you're on a blood sport style futuristic uh killing game show and uh you have to like uh, beat all the mutants and robots that uh, they send in to kill you for big money and big prizes i love it <laughs> wow i haven't thought about that in a long time <laughs> yeah um so that's like my main, I guess, comparison point outside of the other roguelikes. But uh, when I think of it that way, this game is so much more refined than a Smash TV, both because you have more controls to work with, you have more years of game design to draw upon, and because they're making a game that is supposed to live and die on the strength of its core mechanics. And I think this game does a good job with that. The actual shooting and firing and dodging is good enough on its own. Oh, yeah. That's if they, huge. I think... Mm-hmm. Not once in this game I'm like, oh, I fucking did this and it went the wrong way. Literally mm-hmm. never for me that I did it's... something that wasn't. I died. It was always my fault, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I it, that kind of reminded me of a point I meant to make. Um, but, like, yeah, I think the mechanics in this game are so are really solid and fun as a baseline. It, like, even when you're just starting off and you're using, like, your character's shitty normal weapons, like... Even just using, like, my rusty revolver on the Hunter, it's, like, it's still fun to just pop, 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 got him, roll, reload, get the next guy. Yeah. It's just, the the loop is very fun, even before you start getting the gun that shoots planets. <laughs> yeah, I need to adjust my expectations, because even with all the time I put into the game, it still felt like everything took too many hits. The like, bosses felt one really th- spongy. The bosses, for sure. Yeah. The bosses, I actually felt like had a reasonable... Maybe it's just because I could see the health bar, but the bosses, I felt like, were a reasonable balance where I feel like I was taking their health bars down fast enough and it didn't bother me too much. But, like, regular enemies, I would get up in their face and shoot them with point-blank shotgun shots, and it would take, like, six to kill them. I'm like a regular enemy on floor one, and I'm like, yeah. what is what is taking you, this guy so long? Did you try the hunter at all? Uh, I did. Yeah, I tried. I tried all four of characters. I like the hunter, her especially for the early do game, because the crossbow yeah. one shots pretty much both floor one and two. If you get a basic guy, yeah. you can one shot him, which him. is great. The, it's the small yeah. trade off of reload. You have to reload after every shot. Yeah, I think that was like it was too much for me to do the like. I sometimes the reload after every shot didn't bother me, but I didn't use the, end up using the hunter that much. I don't think the hunter is bad; it just wasn't my favorite. Like I liked having the Molotov and having the sawed off more. Like the convict was absolutely convict my favorite. Always, I I feel like convict. I think her base gun sucks, and the shotgun isn't that good either. And I would always forget to use the Molotov. But that's just. Uh, I would. I think that you're you're supposed to switch between both. You're supposed to like get up, get up close, use the shotgun, back off, use the pistol. And what I really like about the uh, the convict having the sawed off is that uh, it means that you start with something that you can look for secret rooms with because your basic gun won't reveal secret rooms, but because the sawed off counts as an extra weapon, it will. Right. And you can also sell the sawed off if you run into the the sell creep. You can give it to them for money, <laughs> or if you run into one of those uh, chess that will eat two guns and spit out another gun. Yeah. Uh, you so can put your sawed off in there as well. So like anytime there was a, a, a point where you could give up a weapon for the chance for something better, you already have one 
there that isn't super valuable. Like it's good and useful and I love it. And I would keep it to the end of my runs most of the time. But if I ran into a situation where it's like sacrifice a weapon here and, and, you know, receive some benefit, I'm like, well, I know what I can use. And that was part of what I liked. That's how I ended up with the balloon gun, which ended up being great. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost Uh, worth it to trade up. I feel like just for fun factor, you know, like you could have the needler and that's fun or you could get the orbital space laser and that's really fun <laughs> even if you die that <laughs> run it's like oh fuck this rocks yeah uh shout outs to some of my favorite weapons uh any beam weapon of course is my favorite because the beam weapons are great you don't have to reload they uh beam. tend to uh they tend to just do really well in terms of range you can go you can across the entire the screen like you're spraying yeah across the wall yeah, uh, one of my favorites uh, was apparently one of the most powerful ones in the game. It's an S-class weapon called the Disintegrator, which I ended up with twice, uh, which is a huge yellow laser. It takes a second to charge up, which means you can't roll and fire. You can't roll while you're firing it like with some of the lesser oh, wow. guns or with most of the lesser guns. You have to stand like stand for a second before it goes off, but it does so much damage. It has 600 ammo that you never have to reload. It chews through it fast, but man was that thing cool i loved that yeah, thing and too. it and uh then there was the shadow warrior reference that i don't remember the name of where it's a little demon head on the end of a gun that shoots a red <laughs> laser i think that, that was another one of my favorites uh i think that that helped me through some of my uh best runs when i would like get all the way down to floor four Did anyone which i don't actually remember the name of um that shoots oil and then shoots one like flare did anyone get that gun no, I didn't no, get that I one. one. I got a, I got I got a, a regular water flare gun, gun. And it only shot water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that one is that one is so funny. I got that a few it's times. It's really it funny, like, but okay, I I was like, it, it where all... is all the fire that I can use this on? <laughs> <laughs> it did like a little damage, but it just sprays water. Yeah. It pushes water them. If you're if, if you're in a place with pits or fire, fire or spikes. The chances of getting the water gun and all the fire at once are low. I absolutely did die because I set myself. Oh, same. Oh, big time. Uh, I was doing really well so once, much. and I was it's... I was on fire, but and then I died. I was surprised it ticks like three times. Well, you can it works the same on you as it does on the enemies as well, which oh. means that if you're on fire and you get hit, yeah. you take double damage. If you yeah. dodge roll, you can stop, drop, and roll it off. And... Oh. Yeah, that was the oh, first oh, thing I, I tried. Know. I'm very happy that that was it like my immediate instinct. That. Yeah, I always. I was yeah. using the dodge roll as you know locomotion because I'm too used to playing things like Zelda where it's like. Rolling is for go faster, it's faster it's rather faster. than. I turned on the thing in the dodge. menu that's like uh, out of, outside of combat, move triple speed or whatever. I'm Hell like, all right, yeah, yeah just uh, run around, smash a bunch of barrels at once, and then move on. Uh, all right, you just reminded me of it, but the one of the absolute best design decisions in this whole game is being able to warp to rooms. Oh, it's clear. genius! Oh, yes. yeah, it's so good because yeah. otherwise I'd get so lost. Is, uh, especially with the bigger room sizes in this game. Like, it gets obnoxious to me in, even in Isaac, a game that is small <laughs> compared to this. Yeah, or even, but like, even in this game. Having to backtrack to a shop in this game on foot would add an extra five minutes to every floor if I had to do oh, it. Oh, yeah. They have so yeah, many quality of life genius. things in this game. Like, they have the map. They have the warp. And in the options, you can check off to have you, um, you can go faster when you're not in combat. You can just move faster, which is great. Yeah, that's incredible. What a genius yeah. decision. Because the game is great to look at, but why spend time why walking walk between? Why walk at regular pace through all of these empty rooms? Yeah, yeah why go, go uh, fast when you could go faster? Yeah. yeah, genius stuff. Yeah, I love that stuff. Um, 
I mean, I'm a sucker for any anything with a speed modifier. Uh, Emily made fun of me because we were playing Paper Mario, and I'm like, all right, is there isn't there any way I can move like a little bit faster? And she's like, it's Paper Mario. Like, why are you? you compl- yeah. I'm, well, that was it, right? Yeah, that, like, so I was yeah, like, oh yeah. I want, I, she's like, why are you taking up space with the spin badge? And I'm like, I gotta, I gotta be able to spin around a little bit faster. Oh, yeah. Isn't. Uh, but. Um, this game, I can't quite put my finger on it, but something about this game really frustrated me when I died more than any other roguelike I have ever played. Wow. I don't know that's, what it is. Really, and so I like, I, but at the same time, I was hopelessly addicted to it. I, I, I put in 50 runs and we haven't had that much time to play in between last week and this week. Like we were preparing for a party and I've been really busy at work and I've had all these other things going on and like. I still managed to get eight hours of Gungeon in somewhere. And I'm like, well, God well, damn. shit. I know. It, it's, it, it wouldn't have happened unless I was completely addicted to it, which means I have to uninstall it when we're done recording this episode or <laughs> we're going to run into some problems. Yeah. Win. I can't throw my switch out. The... Well, it's so fucking I, I might have run into the problem I did when playing Into the Breach, except with Into the Breach, the problem was that I would keep succeeding and that would feed the loop. Damn, do we of, have opposite uh, experiences with, with these games? <laughs> Maybe. I, fucking, I got so mad when I would die in Into the Breach because it was, it was just my fault and it would lose and then I would have lasting yeah. repercussions for losing. <laughs> well, I mean, like... I couldn't just turn when... on this game and lose like with Gungeon. Losing is fine. Yeah, when I lost in when I lost in into the breach, I was like, okay, it's it's not it's just five turns, so it, it doesn't mean yeah, anything. Your guy but died, the, and now you you lost the guy. Yeah, and so I pick another They're one from real. the stable of pilots that I have, and I try a different setup, and I use did different. Did you inform his mechs. family? <laughs> yeah, I did, buddy. The timelines are all messed up. They're all bad, dude. Yeah. I guess the theming of that game does take a toll. Go like, to it's a very where I like that game. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. So, uh, but with this game, I maybe it was like the idea that I I was like being hard on myself because I was getting so much farther and doing well every time and doing well every time, but not well enough. You know, I didn't make it to three to the four floor bo- floor four boss or to floor five or you know anything like that and i i kept felt like i wasn't advancing even though i i definitely was i was definitely making progress but it was like i just couldn't shake the feeling that i wasn't doing something right and i was like looking up everyone's tips online of like how how to get good and enter the gungeon i'm like i'm already doing all these things what's what's wrong with these people it's like save your good guns for the bosses and remember to roll and remember to use your blanks (laughs) and i'm like i know yeah my brother mentioned or messaged me on steam when i first started playing the game he's like don't forget to dodge i'm like yes (laughs) for me it's that the first the first tip on all of these lists is use your blanks and i'm like i've been using my blanks they told me how to use them in the tutorial like i I used the blanks unless i got i had to really nail that into my brain i don't know i guess Uh, from i just thought it was fun to play so i didn't mind it is fun to play it's really fun to play that's what i'm that's what i'm getting at is is that it is really fun to play because otherwise like if it wasn't fun to play i wouldn't bother putting up with it i wouldn't put eight hours into a game that wasn't fun well maybe i shouldn't say that um uh I, I'm sure that there will be that there is some record of me somewhere on this show putting eight hours into a game that is not fun to play. So I uh, played Garfield Cart for, for eight hours. Hundred percent of it. It fucking sucked. I locked Odie. He sucked. Odie well, uh, I did. 
I was no, proud of myself brother. for doing something that I remember Lyle. Cam telling me was really annoying back when he first uh, was playing this game, uh, which is unlocking the elevator that skips the first floor and immediately takes you down to the second. Yeah. Um, because it's an absurd requirement uh, in terms of resources where they want uh, a certain amount of shells, a certain amount of keys, and you can't do it cumulatively. You have to have them all at once on one run and then yeah. give them. You can't give them a little bit one time or half one time and half later. You can't take an IOU. No, no. And then he's like, oh, I need to clear the path. I need a master shell, which is beat the boss of this floor without taking damage. Uh. And I felt like hot shit because I got... I got those before I unlocked the guy to give them to. So I was like, where is he? I want to give him these. And then it's like, oh, well, I can't use them yet because I haven't unlocked them yet. I didn't find him. I think what they're going for, at least in theory, probably, is like now you've mastered the floor. Now you're allowed to skip it. Yeah, which I got that for floor one and floor two. Yeah. But I didn't get the floor two elevator completely all the way because they asked for an obscene amount of shells and keys that I was not going to find without finding secret rooms, and I haven't had good luck with finding secret rooms. One of the things that really devastated me is that unlike in Isaac, there's no guarantee that you will find a secret room at all. They don't always spawn. So you could check every wall, and there might just not be one there, Yeah, which sucks. <laughs> I don't know if there's... like I didn't really look into it. I don't know if there's a heuristic for it because like, in Isaac, there's a... You, like people kind of know the, the spawn pattern yeah so there are places kind of that are more it. likely it's to have the like secret that. rooms it's more like is there a long flat wall without shit against it like then you can kind of mm. shoot the middle of it but the thing with the floors um alex and i talked about this a little bit off mic is like it's not smart to skip to the third floor because you don't get all the stuff you would get on the way right obviously right. Mm-hmm. yeah this is a this is a big thing with um another roguelike spelunky too they specifically let you unlock the ability to skip levels, but if you're going to for a run to beat the game, you want the resources on the first couple floors, and you're good enough to be able to ace those usually anyway. Yeah. If you if you're good enough to unlock the shortcut, you're probably good enough to be able to play through. And it. I was getting the master round most times. I was going through floor one, yeah, but you gotta go through. I uh, yeah, but I was you know, I was happier to take the elevator down to floor two because I liked that floor two instantly handed you a, a level two gun. When you got down there, yeah. So I would I would like take the hit of not having any items really and just do it with a floor two gun and something, and I would usually make it somewhere into floor three, or beat floor but three. I think it's I think it's a lot better for getting practice at the later stages too. Yeah, I that's think one I of the things. Just the point I was trying to get to is I think that skipping floors is fun, um, and sometimes viable, but I think the fun of it is like oh, can you amass the materials to buy the shortcut to skip the that yes, I, I agree. Yeah, that's an accomplishment in its own right. Yeah. I think. And which is the only time I used the pilot because his lock pick meant that I could open key stuff without having key without using keys, yeah. which meant I could save the keys to give them to this guy who needs them for this thing. <laughs> uh, and otherwise, I would throw the pilot in the trash. He was never valuable to me. He has nice hair, uh, but that's about it. I think yeah, we all came away with with different characters. Yeah, I love that. I, I think that's so that's fun. I, although seven eye yeah, are... means that they're well designed. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, I mean, using the Molotov uh, that the convict comes with on a boss is so satisfying. Like just going up to Beholster and being like, "All right, you're taking double damage from the starting weapon, and you're going to go down in ten seconds." Mm, that's a good point. Like I, I was very, very happy about that. Also, I really liked 
like the bosses in this game except for the cannon balrog who like i said can suck my dick oh yeah but every, all the all the other ones i went up against i was really really enjoying like uh uh alex was complaining about the gore gun earlier today and i'm like wow she's like my favorite one to fight fun, fun design really good a medusa with two uzis and, but like yeah. her it's like so, spread it's pattern, so basic. It's just like Mid- ah, Medusa. fuck it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Medusa, Medusa, Medusa. Oh, they, that that was like that's somewhere in the design document, and someone's like, no, Gorgon is funnier uh, okay. and better, and like it just got Medusa <laughs> is crossed out. Fucking, I'm, oh, shit, I'm no, I'm not a D and D expert, but I don't think that's what a Gorgon looks like, right? Hope that didn't break anything. I'm, I'm some, some one of my D and D listeners should probably fact check that. I don't yeah, know I don't really know what a gorgon well, is. Gorgon. Uh, gorgons are from yeah, Greek mythology. Think... They're not from D and D. Are you sure? A gorgon. Medusa yeah. is a gorgon. Yeah, gorgons uh, are a species. Okay. Never yeah. mind. Mm. Uh, so. So they're real. They're they're. Yes, they're real life. <laughs> yes. You gotta go. Saying Medusas are a species made me think. Well, with the, no, Medusa with the is a person. Do... Gorgon is the species. Mm. It's like a Bigfoot. No, it's uh, like in Batman. Sasquatch it's Commissioner situation. Gorgon. Okay, all right, we're getting off track here. Okay, okay. Or, well, so anyway, I think Medusa um, was turned into a Gorgon for saying she was more beautiful than Aphrodite or something like that. I don't Seb, know. who was anyway actually asleep, is dragging us back into the Gorgon. <laughs> I was, was, I was not actually asleep. <laughs> So she was dreaming about this shit. <laughs> so we um, so uh, one of the, I did like the bosses, and part of the reason I like the bosses is because I like the bullet hell kind of genre that they put you in, where like Cam said, you're not supposed to be looking at the enemies; you're supposed to be looking at yourself and look at your little character and manipulate them in between the bullet patterns. Yeah, that was seeing the uh, Matrix for me when I learned that it was like <laughs> you know where the boss is, even if he's off screen. So just point in that direction and repeatedly tap shoot look where at your guy and just dodge it's it's uh that's the way to go that is the way to go and um that's why isaac is such a pain in the ass because i can't shoot diagonally so i gotta fucking stand mm, all right <laughs> no, it works for the game it's different well, I mean, Cam, in Isaac, you can shoot a screen-filling laser that does 2d6 blood damage yeah. upon contact with every with every boss. Balls, so just I get can... the ability that gives you 360 Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I did do that a couple times. <laughs> get the ability that gives you homing large tears. I need to get the And then get the ability that gives you double tears. twice or whatever. Yeah, and the one that removes your feet, which means you're immune to spikes. I have to get pee-poop balls. I liked the bullet hell design of this i liked it a lot more fighting bosses than i did fighting the regular enemies i i know it could be way too much for me i know that somewhere in this game somewhere in this game like like after you know 100 hours or whatever there is a boss rush mode and i would love to play that i think that that sounds really fun uh i think that you know with with the right uh gun and the right like zone for the boss rush i feel like that would be like kind of like right where i want to be in terms of what kind of game this is yeah i agree i think that this bosses are fun oh boy how bad does it get fuck off (laughs) (laughs) no it's it's because i played the early ones and you kind of learn how to do them but the later guys i just god. well cam i saw you fight the dragon yeah uh yeah that was i the when i got there illegitimately i beat it but when i got there normally it's just like well i'm fucked i don't have eight hearts like 
Is this like a is this like Cuphead where you did it something that's no longer in the game to win? Uh, exactly that. Yes. All right, Cam. Oh, why, uh, so I will say that I had a great time with this game, and my go-to pick is the convict. My favorite boss is the Gorgon, and best weapon in the game, well, best item in the game is the one that is an explicit God Hand reference, which is a 3D model of a spinning orange. Uh, <laughs> what? That, uh, yes. So I had the page open because I had I had a feeling you wouldn't believe me. I don't know. I've never uh, encountered this. Do you say nice when you nice. guess what? So uh, when that. you when you consume it, it it says nice. Like it does wow, the thing. That's crazy. It's a that it's rolls. a spinning three D model of an orange. Uh, oh my god! Oh no, he he doesn't do nice. He goes, I love it, which is <laughs> oh, one of the one of Gene's other lines from God Hand. That kind of uh, weird. Yes. Uh, but it's just like a healing item. It, it's just a healing item a little, uh, that you can use at any time, which is useful. But the descript- the it, it popped out, and it's a 3D model of an orange instead of a sprite like everything else in the game, which is already <laughs> funny. And uh, it's appearance, function, description, and pickup quote reference the PS2 video game God Hand, which itself references famous quotes by Mike Tyson. When dropped on the ground, the item's pixel sprite is replaced with a rotating 3D model of a large orange resembling the orange in God Hand. <laughs> When the player eats the orange, a voice can be heard saying, I love it. Uh, description, uh, it says, you're not Alexander, is the, is the like, sub-description oh of it. <laughs> it says, Alexander. with this orange, your style, it's impetuous. Your defense, impregnable. Yeah, this... One, one more choice note from this wiki entry. Um, if you have the AK-47, it transforms it into the AK-47 island form, yeah. which shoots oranges. Obviously. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a reference to Pokemon Sun and Moon. God damn, yeah. is it? <laughs> All right, that's, I can a, see it. that's a reach. I mean, as in like... Well, they don't do the island form shit. That's though the Alolan oh, form. Oh, okay. Now I'm getting it. All right. Uh, But it's... Oh, my God. I, I like that it in re- the gallery. That references this game like... Hideous. <laughs> like, like so, so when you... um, I'm sure there is like recorded audio of me saying that games with references are stupid and bad and i i have to recant my my uh yeah. my opinion They're because this well this reference is stuff that i like which means that it's good <laughs> okay. and, and fair and, and right i'm sure you can get uh, the sunglasses that augment your vision or whatever they're called like the there's trays, no way that this game does not have a day sex uh, yeah. there must be somewhere. a gap gun in here <laughs> oh there's gotta be a the gap gun is the most silent way to take make a takedown uh there i did like the uh the non non lethal gun, which wasn't a reference at all, but it's just like this gun was once modified to uh, to make a non lethal takedown. It has since been unmodified. They fixed it. <laughs> the gun that like shot really huge regular bullets. The way things are written, or the the types of puns they use in this, um, kind of show you how the writers think. Um, mm-hmm. it, like a lot of them, it's kind of like I think we talked about on the OKKO OK episode where there will be jokes in places where it, it just sounds like something, like an in-joke they had or something you would say to yourself, like, faced or sorry or something like that. Like, some mm-hmm. of the jokes yeah. and puns in here sound like that kind of a joke or, or <coughs> Yeah, yeah there's, some, the there's some really good stuff in here. Uh, uh, also a big fan of the, the snowballer, which shoots snowballs, and it says there's, a, there's probably a rock in one of these. <laughs> I think there might actually be, and I think it's it probably does cement in one of these milkshakes. 
<laughs> anyway, Cam, uh, why don't you close us out? What's the uh, what is your uh, what was your ancient lore of the Gungeon? Yeah, so I started playing this. I think early in 2017. I really love it. I think it's charming and fun to play, even when I'm losing. And I like to get the fun guns in it. I really I only like played. Get gun. I like to get gun. That is basically sums up my entire <laughs> <laughs> opinion on this game. Which oh, it brings me up. Brings me to something that I wanted to bring up. This is a cringe game to like and try to recommend because you you're like, oh, it's a game about guns and you can get all these different guns. <laughs> and I love guns and everything's like a technical but, gun. Yeah, I think thing. you watch like te- five seconds. Yeah. of gameplay footage for this and game. You're like, oh, it's not like, really. Oh, it's a nerd but... game for dorks. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. It's a fantasy game more than it's a shooter gun, game. Maybe. You know? Yeah, like we established in the first segment, people who are really into guns are people you don't want to associate yeah, you don't, with. That's yeah. why. Um, but if you're really into gun, John, you might want to yeah. hang out with him. It's very mm-hmm. fun. Um, so real quick, my story of beating the game. I was playing on the Switch. Um, there was a new update, which did anyone blow up any chests by shooting them? Yes, no. I did. So if you, oh, if you didn't right. have a key... You could shoot a chest and blow it up and have the chance of still getting something out of it. <laughs> of yeah, course. you can shoot. You got to shoot it, and so like out of anger, like not having the key and be like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> but most of the time, I was never get... angry enough. I never tried it. <laughs> you just left the room somberly. Yeah, I was like, "I'll get a key somewhere," yeah. and then I spent my money. Um. So if you blow up a chest. You most of the time just get junk, which is like a brown paper bag that's useless. But sometimes you can get Sir Junkin, who is a familiar who is junk with legs and a face. (laughs) And he follows you around. (laughs) And he starts at level peasant. Uh, He harmlessly (laughs) pushes enemies around. If you get more junk, so you blow up more chests to get more junk, he becomes squire, uh, hedge knight, Knight, so now he's like running around with a sword and damaging enemies. That's forbidden. Knight lieutenant, knight commander, and then finally holy knight, where he's flying. Oh god, there's like three more. Hold on, holy knight, angelic knight, and mecha junkin. (laughs) 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 Uh, That's with seven or seven junks is angelic knight. Doesn't matter. Um, but he's flying around with wings and a flaming sword and rapidly shoots projectiles that do 10 damage. So, um, at the point I was playing, there was a glitch in the game where you could basically gain momentum of getting junk out of chests. So I got junk in, and then almost every chest I blew up had junk in it. Which, you know, can happen anyway. But now I have this familiar flying around with me who's doing ten times the damage I'm doing. <laughs> Can't be killed. He's He's ca- I got carried. So. <laughs> wow. Um, so I was doing well. I, I, was, I don't think I even was doing well. But I basically couldn't lose. Like, I got to the end, and the I guy just fucking swept the dragon. And Well, actually, even still. The problem with the dragon is you run out of ammo. Like, he, there's so much to shoot that you go through all your guns. And at this point, you have, like, eight or nine you gotta guns fight with him. you. Fist yeah, there's fight. no limit on how many you can carry, I think, right? I don't think so. Or there might there? be, like, eight or something. I figured I'd run into a limit, but it, uh, it doesn't seem like that's this game's No, stance. why would they? Like, carry as many <laughs> as you want. Why would they do that yeah. to you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. But, um, 
yeah, so that's how I ended up beating it, it through illegitimate terms. I think it was patched out, and I think it was a glitch, but it was kind of a viable glitch where, like, sh- shooting yeah. chess... You could have feasibly gotten lucky enough to get that It's possible. I could maybe make an argument for that. But uh, I wrote four notes for this game while I was playing last night. <laughs> Good music, teleporters, the secret rooms, which I think are interesting. And then, damn, I'm good at this. <laughs> 40 hours on PC. <laughs> but, well, to be fair, you write that for every yeah. episode. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking about my handwriting. Um, but yeah, yeah, I love this game. I think the variety and the humor and the art style and the pack my pack rattiness and low attention span is just like... And just the gameplay. The gameplay is wicked fun. Shooting, like Alex said, shooting the base gun at the base enemies is very fun to me. And you're even doing the most boring shit in this game. Yep, grinding out that first floor, which isn't even... Yeah. Oh. Shooting the basic guys with the basic guys. The guy. most interesting thing about this game to me is stuff I haven't even had a lot of experience with, is there are secret floors and secret bosses and secret um, fucking NPCs and stuff that have, they've added a ton of since I've been playing. But the only one I have experience with, which is how I really got sucked back into the game, was if you... On the first floor, there was always a room with a fireplace. There's also always a water barrel in an adjacent room. If you kick the water barrel all the way around into the fireplace, you can extinguish it. Then you go into the fireplace and press a button. That opens up a secret room with a trap door that has two two locks on it. So if you open those two locks, you go to a secret the whole floor is yet what is that do you know what that is uh it's like a room for a chamber in a castle okay yeah it's like i always knew it as the sewer like it's all poison enemies and mutants and teenage mutant ninja turtles references and the (laughs) boss is always a big blob who as you take his health down he splits so like you get him down a little bit then you got two guys and he slowly gets smaller until once you beat him he's just a little tiny guy and you can just go and step on him if you want i think (laughs) but he can't do any damage to you anymore but then the next floor you need to get a shield from the obulet and then not get hit on the real second floor because you don't get to skip to three you do the secret one then you go go to two interstitial and then on two you have to beat it without getting hit and you take that shield to a shrine and then you put the shrine, and then there's something happens. I don't know. I never did it, but secrets on top of <laughs> yeah. secrets, and that is really like that gets my my gamer juices flowing. So yeah, I, I actually I did the thing where you kick the water barrel barrel all the way oh to the fireplace. God, it's so satisfying. Uh, but I didn't have enough keys for the for the locks. Yeah, you got to save. I, two I had keys one key or left. Buy one or something. You basically have to use both keys on that. Yeah, I thought for sure I was going to be able to get another key or buy another key with the resources I got from killing the boss, but I didn't, so I had to move on without going there. can't do it. But yeah, I mean, also the NPCs are really interesting. There's a guy who gives you bounties, like kill 50 Bulletkin or whatever, and he gives you stuff. Yeah, I I still have 35 Blobulon left to kill. (laughs) (laughs) The the tutorial guy's name is Manuel, and I think he's... Yeah. He drinks it. himself into a stupor after you complete his tutorial. Yeah, he's like, he doesn't have anything left to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just, I love it. I love this game so much. I'm so glad Byron uh, got you guys to play it because I don't know. Yeah, we laundered a cam. It took me too here. long to uh, suggest it, so this is what happens. Oh, you gotta wait it out. Great game. 
I, I didn't. And I had no idea. Oh, last thing I promise. Um, I had no idea Byron liked this game, and it makes so much sense because Destiny and this game are very, very similar. In yep, you are you collect guns. very powerful guns to feel OP and kill tiny one hit like dudes. It's it's very yeah. similar. I, this is this is Destiny light in a lot of ways. It, there's even the Galahorn is in this game for our Destiny listeners. Oh, yeah. that rules. And I've never gotten it. I don't think, but. Uh, yeah all this stuff all this stuff is great i love I'm this big game. fan yeah all right uh, let's let's close this out because seb is actually falling asleep or trying to or trying to yes uh, trying so, not to uh thank you so much Byron, for bringing this forward uh this has of course been one of our guest episodes we have one of those about every five weeks and if you wanted one of your very very own you could send a message to please don't cast at gmail.com and that is please don't cast at gmail.com or you could contact us on our inactive twitter or send us a message through patreon.com slash please don't cast where we are currently receiving way too much money to do this Whoa. every week Somebody um now let me pull up our email real quick because we oh, have a message this week one of our friends or listeners sent us an email but that's right so <laughs> well here we are you listen to this show you're no friend of mine Dom. <laughs> <laughs> here we are that's right uh we have an episode suggestion uh if you wanted an episode of your very very own like this one right here which was a listener suggestion from byron thank you very much byron wow. uh then you could get an episode that's uh then you could send us an email that sounds a little something like this this is from omega arbonator or adam oh, uh, who we've guy. had on the show before who we quite uh, enjoy uh now he's this email is titled episode suggestion omega arbonator says hello you guys should totally do an episode on crypto the necrodancer at some point oh. it's a very good roguelike dungeon crawling rhythm rpg game that deserves more attention i would say that it is not under uh reported on by any stretch of the imagination considering it got a fucking nintendo zelda uh, dlc it got a zelda game. yeah <laughs> what most most indie studios don't get to make a zelda expansion so I think that they're doing just fine. However, I would like to say that I this is absolutely added to our docket. We'll take care of it next time there's a guest episode, and I'm really looking forward to it. I want because... to try the dance pad, but I don't know oh, anyone who has one anymore. Town. I'm too scared. Uh, I, I wanted to play I just need something with a good D-pad. So I mean... I I tend to I enjoy a rhythm game from time to time. I I've been kicking um, around a rhythm I'm heaven episode so for a long time. Them, but I know this, <laughs> this game. Is gonna be, my brothers have we ever had an episode where we're forever. all bad at the game? <laughs> I think that could be something new and interesting. <laughs> yeah. We've definitely yeah. done episodes where I'm bad at the game before. I think yeah. RL Craft was the one so where I had it the worst. I got my I'm bad ass at this kicked game. by that one. I'm bad at Hades. Um, but um, uh, next week is my episode. And um, I've already discussed this yeah, with everyone. Yeah, you said we were doing a game. Yeah, I'm psyched. I'm trying to I'm act excited for this game that we're going to play. <laughs> Hardy heart. We are doing crosswords. What the fuck? We're go- <laughs> no, no okay, we are I going to be... We are going to be specifically making them and sending the ones we make to each other. There's an online uh, program, uh, like just a free website you can go to make yours. We're going to try and do... We were just talking about this over dinner earlier today, but like, we're going to try and do... Somewhere in the range of fifteen to twenty clues. Write fifteen to twenty clues and uh, put put them together. You can have a theme or not, but um, 
I'm also going to open up like the uh, send you the link to the New York Times stuff for where they make their cross where they uh, do their crosswords because Emily and I have been playing them every night and it's been really fun. And like when you see how they write their clues and how they stitch their puzzles together, it could give you an the idea. Bullshit they pass as crosswords. Waluigi, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> And it doesn't have to be, like, huge. It doesn't have to be, like, a million long words or something. If you... Honestly, short words are better because it's easier to stitch them together. (laughs) So, I... Just to clarify, are we are we going to be playing each other's? Are we going to be doing that? We're going to be like playing. E- we're going to be playing each or, other's. I would yeah. like to do that before the record and talk about the experience because I think that that's. Okay. We'll right. talk about making and playing. I think that'll be fun okay. both ways. Yeah, so we got to get these in kind of soon. Sounds fun. But we'll yeah, talk. All about right. That yeah, I'll post. I'll post the link uh, on here as soon as this episode is over, which is right now. Wow. So thank you for listening. Huh. We are exiting the gungeon, and we will see you next week where we pick up an old man hobby. <laughs> Four across. <laughs> Four down. across. Three letters. Uh, initials for a podcast that refuses to end, even though it's 11 p.m. PDL. Mm, I'm pre- uh-huh. Good night. <laughs> All right. Good night, everyone.